Excelsior! Avengers! Assemble. So, welcome back to the Nuff Said podcast. Uh, today we're talking about Hawkeye. First two episodes dropped on Wednesday, and I think the the majority of the fans are enjoying it. It's got like 80-something percent of Rotten Tomatoes. So it was 87 last time. So. Yeah, so pretty high. I'm not sure how that compares to the other Marvel shows, but we can probably... Have a look at that during this episode. So, so, um, division was about ninety odd. Yeah, that was incredible. One division. Um, I still haven't watched Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think what we should do when Hawkeye's finished, we should do like we should like make, I'll rewatch them and you like catch up with Falcon and Winter Soldier and that, and then we'll do like a ranking of the shows that have come out this year. Mm. Yeah, it's a good idea. What did you think of the first two episodes of Hawkeye? It didn't blow me away. I thought it was a solid start. I thought the first episode did okay. It introduced Kate Bishop. I know the yeah. opening credit, like the opening credit scene, that shows her like as a kid learning all the like the martial arts and the the archery. But I would have liked to seen a little more of that. Mm actually fleshed out a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that maybe in like a flashback or something. But apart from that, solid episode, the first episode. I like how much it's focusing on Kate Bishop because obviously, it's, you know, it's a brand new character and it could easily just focus on Hawkeye. It's a torch, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, just, I think it's really cool how, how it's centred around, you know, the new character. And Hayley Steinfeld, brilliant. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. She is great as the character. If like, there's any weaknesses at all, it's not going to be her. It's going to be the writing. Yeah, the writing in in a lot of the series so far, like it's been good. But my problem with the series so far is like, we well, we all know Marvel have got you know a winning billion formula. dollar formula for yeah. films, and the problem that I found with the show so far is they start off brilliantly. The middle is amazing. They're just they're not sure how to end the series. It's, quite, it's like anything. They've never done it before. They're exploring different styles. This yeah. one to me seems more like a network television show than a streaming television show. Yeah, I, I had that I had that feel to it. Because like the other ones, some of the episodes are like 25 minutes, half an hour. Both of these like, what, 45 minutes, is it? Something like that. No, at least 40 minutes anyway. Um, but yeah, it, it does have a, a different feel to it. It's a lot more sort of grounded, I suppose, I, I found. But it, it has to be because, you know, it's not about uh, a mutant. It's, it's like not about Loki. Well. Like, it's got like a home alone feel to it in a weird way. Yeah, yeah, business. I get that. I get that. And I enjoyed that. I love the opening, um, well, the first scene with Hawkeye when he's watching the, the play. Yeah. And he's just like That's turned his, uh, his hearing aid off. That, that, was, that was a great scene. He's having some like traumatic like, moments and he's just like, 
completely tuned out. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I was there. I know what happened. <laughs> so um, I've got I've got the ratings up here, the Rotten Tomatoes ratings. I know Rotten Tomatoes aren't always reliable, but it's it's cool for like comparing them. So the lowest rated one out of the four shows is Falcon and Winter Soldier with 89%. Uh, the next one after that is actually WandaVision on 91%. And then Loki on 92%. And then Hawkeye, after only two episodes, 93%. Not so, this is better than Loki or WandaVision yet, but we'll wait and see. Yeah, it could, that, you know, that could go up or down. Can you know depending on how the the rest of the series goes, but um, only six episodes though, so we only have four episodes left. So after next week, we'll be halfway through the series, which is um, it's a bit of a bit of a weird way to do it. Like, I I understand with one division when they because of like nine episodes in that releasing the first two at once, but in a show that's only six episodes, there's a bit of a bit of a risk, or not a risk, but a bit of a strange decision to release two, you know, in the first week. Yeah, the second episode felt a bit filler as well. I don't know if that was just because we had two at once. If you had to wait a week for it, I don't know if it would have felt different. Possibly, yeah. Because, like, to me, it just felt like I watched one long episode, so I watched them back-to-back. I prefer when they release them week by week. Yeah, that, that format is, you know, it's so much better. So you've got that anticipation, don't you? And you're yeah, working out theories and that. Where the mouth is still. It worked yeah. for Mandalorian, it worked for WandaVision. So yeah. I do love binging a series, but with um, with certain shows, like with like Sex Education, for example, on Netflix, you know, it's a, it's a brilliant show. But, like, they release all the episodes at once. So people talk about it for, like, a week. And then I they forget about, about it. Again. Yeah. Like, with The Mandalorian, with these Marvel Disney Plus shows, people same are talking about it for, like, two or three months. Yeah, same as Stranger Things. The only, same like, Netflix show... Culture, if you've yeah. watching, the only Netflix show recently... The only Netflix show recently that's been an exception is Squid Game. You know, well, that's obviously a... Uh, absolute beasts, yeah, but you know, it's one of those ones like strange things, isn't it? It's like captured pop culture, and yeah, yeah, but I do, th- basically. I do think the weekly format that Marvel are going with works, but what they need to do is like perfect and um, rounding off the series. Hopefully, they do that in this one. We're gonna have to end strong because it's as you said, nearly halfway through. And- yeah, we'll be halfway through after the next episode. Um, obviously, at the end of the episode, the uh, end of the second one, we got um, Echo turning up. And I think the, the just the whole vibe that, of that room that she was in with the red lights and everything, it reminded me so much of the Daredevil show. It just gave me that feeling. I'd be very surprised if Kingpin doesn't appear. Yeah, with everything, how would you say his name again? Vincent D'Onofrio, the Farnio. Yeah, with everything he's been saying on Twitter, he's got he's got to turn up at some point. Because like Marvel wouldn't let him do all that, would they? Well, you just have made many enemies. You just like the Ronin made many enemies. I think it was. It's like not just. Mm. 
the tracksuit match, yeah. Yeah. Do you think Hawkeye's going to tell Kate Bishop that he was Ronin? Yeah. Yeah. How do you think that's going to go down? How do you think that's going to impact their relationship? Um, I think it depends when it is in the yeah. arc of the story. It could be like it tells him Kate Bishop freaks out defeat Kingpin at the end, redemption arc, all that kind of stuff. That's the way I think it might go. Because I think that just makes the most sense naturally to the story. How do you think it's going to play out? I think... I think we're going to... Well, we know they're probably going to fight Echo in the next episode, so I think after that happens, maybe in episode four, end of episode four, he's going to tell her. And then, you know, she freaks out. They're split up in episode five. The end of episode five, they come, you know, one of them is fighting Kingpin on their own. Then, you know, they come together and end up fighting him in episode six, something like that. And That's where I think it'll come out. It's probably the most formulaic, but it's the one that makes most sense for the story, so I don't mind that. Yeah. Do you think it'll mean that Daredevil is getting his own sort of show? Because obviously he's Daredevil's biggest villain. Um, and he was in the in the Netflix thing. So do you think it'll mean that we are gonna get like sort of a Daredevil, a new show or film or whatever? I think. Spider-Man. I think in in Spider Man as Matt Murdock though. I think that I don't think that makes a difference either way. I think he's if he's Matt Murdock, he's Daredevil. Yeah. And I, th- I think we'll get a show. I don't think we'll get a film. Yeah, it works better as it works better as a show. Yeah. Would you ha- have it be like a new one, or would you have it be like a continuation of the Netflix one? No, it'll be a new, they'll kind of, it'll be a soft reboot, same characters, but they know the, know the events of the show mostly. And they'll just say the show's like a different universe or something? No, the show will be set in the same universe, but they kind of won't acknowledge the events of what's happened. Yeah, okay. Level. Yeah. It'll be the same characters for Danafrio will be back as Kingpin. But and it won't, is, be, it won't be as violent either, it won't be R rated, which will be the important. Yeah. What I like about uh, him as Kingpin is like he, he's already that like sort of cartoonish, larger than life size. So they don't have to like put him, you know, in a special suit or CGI him at all. He's already jumping, he's already just huge. He's a guy, isn't he? Yeah. So I will be excited if he turns up in this one because it will mean, you know, we're getting more sort of Kingpin Daredevil content. Do you think Daredevil will show up in, in Hawkeye at all or Matt Murdock will no. turn up? No. I think they're saving that off Spider-Man. Yeah. Apparently there's um there's going to be a post-credit scene at the end of, I think it's episode four of Hawkeye. So maybe that's where we'll get our first sort of tease of Kingpin. I mean, that would make sense if they're doing the last two episodes based around what we've just thought about. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much more to cover from the first two episodes, to be honest. Is there anything we've not discussed that you want to mention about them? No, not really. As I said, there wasn't like there was a lot to get into, obviously, because Kate Bishop, new character, 
introducing uh, but as far as the story goes it didn't advance that much yeah and we'll see if that's a good or a bad thing for the next two episodes I'd say slowish start not bad yeah good way of introducing Kate Bishop Hayley Steinfeld's character it was solid it wasn't exceptional it was solid yeah definitely Um, I'm just looking here. I'm just looking. The last episode of Hawkeye is out a week after No Way Home. So, I think that's right. Yeah, so we have the next one on the first, episode four on the eighth, episode five on the day No Way Home is released in the UK. Mm. And then the final episode on the 22nd. So, mm. there is potential if Kingpin is in the final episode, Matt Murdock's turned up in No Way Home. Could be a, that's they've set it up perfectly for him to potentially appear in the final episode if they if they do want to do something like that. Possibly, but you got to. Them dates just line up good, don't they? Set. Yeah. This is set like two years after Endgame, I think. Five, I believe. Oh, is it five years after Endgame? It might, it might be two. It might be two. Try now. When is Harker set? When is Harker set on the MCU timeline? It is later than you think. Um. Oh, there's loads of just filler in this article. <laughs> uh, As always. Oh. We haven't even talked about um, Black Widow's sister. Did you see? I did you see Black Widow? Film. Yeah, they've said she's going to be appearing in the film. Yeah, I've seen series. Sorry. We so for anyone who don't know when, for anyone who hasn't seen Black Widow and doesn't know the post-credit scene, this is a major spoiler. But in the post-credit scene of Black Widow, um, she's looking at uh, Black Widow's grave, and this woman, I can't remember the woman's name, but she turns up in Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. Um, she shows a picture of Hawkeye to Yelena, Yel- Yel- Yelena, um, and says like, "Yeah, that's it." And um, she says to her, oh, "You know, this man is responsible for uh, Natasha's death." So it'd be interesting to see, you know how she sort of plays into it. She might be pulling all the strings and I've got a feeling she probably is. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. There's a chance she might have actually killed a certain character, which we see in episode one, two. Oh, Yes, it's like yeah. I, 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 my first instinct when I saw that was it was um Kate Bishop's sort of new yeah, stepdad. The, the more I think about it, the more I don't think it is. That yeah, that's they've they've, they've set it up so you think it's you'd think yeah. it's him. Um. Oh yeah, yeah I didn't I think about that completely that she was in it, but when you connect the dots, then I think that is something Marvel do. Yeah, it's 
it says here, I've just found it now, that Hawkeye takes place Christmas 2025, so two and a bit years after Endgame. Um, so, yeah, we don't know when that post credit scene of Black Widow did take place. No, it was obviously after Endgame. But, um, and then the woman who turns up in that post credit scene was in Falcon and Winter Soldier, which takes place pretty much immediately after Endgame, right in the following, in about a year, in the space of a few months or a year after. It's probably like a year um, before Hawkeye's set, you reckon? Yeah. So, I think that, um, I, I need to find that woman's name. I think she, she could, she could possibly turn up in this because they've been teasing in the in the past few projects, maybe in a post credit scene. Because um, both turn up. She's Florence Pugh's already being confirmed as Elena to turn up in it, and Julie Louis Dreyfus will turn up as that character as well at some point. Because the the rumors aren't or the way her sort of interactions with characters have been going is it looks like the building sort of a maybe a dark Avengers or something like that. Um, that word, isn't it? Her name is Valentina. Or is it Valentina Alleg Allegri? Is that it? I don't really know much about her from the comics. Valentina Allegra. Allegra. So in the comics, uh, she first appeared in Nick Fury, Agent of Shield. Um. So she recruits people and sort of poses them against the Avengers. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like she's trying to maybe take down the remaining members of the Avengers, possibly, if she's sending Yelena after Hawkeye. And then I I won't say too much about what, you know, what she says to a certain character in Falcon Winter Soldier until you've caught up on that. But it, that I didn't their introduction, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So yeah, their introduction in that was pretty cool. That was meant to come out after Black Widow, so the Black Widow one was meant to be the introduction. But yeah, they, they got switched around, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it seems like uh, Hawkeye's going to sort of give us more information about this. You know. Oh, and ne- the next phase of the MCU that isn't multiverse related, which is quite nice. <laughs> Do you know what? There's going to be a lot of multiverse yeah. and cosmic stuff. This is going to be more like sort of ground already. level. It'd be nice just to like go back to Earth and have like a Civil War type story. Yeah. Something it, a bit more normal. It's really nice. Sort of, we're getting like, it's sort of a few different storylines going on in the general, general MCU. So two of the shows this year have been multiverse related. Two of them have been like sort of ground level Avengers, yeah, sort of yeah. Earth based, and then obviously Shang Chi's post credit scene was very cosmic related, um, which was which you know poses a few questions, and I that's probably gonna be Shang Chi's post credit scene. What was it? It was when he's in the restaurant with his mates, uh, yes. and then Wong turns Wong, up, yeah. then Bruce Banner's it, not Hulk. Which is interesting, and Captain Marvel's there with a good haircut this time. Um, yeah, so that that's probably going to be 
sort of after the multiverse stuff. Yeah, and I like that. The fact we're getting, as you said, a bit of both. Yeah, yeah, because the cosmic stuff and the multiverse stuff, it's you know, it's good, but we do need that more. As well, yeah. So the the fact we've got this more grounded stuff as well, with you know, some new characters, but also established characters like Hawkeye, and like Falcon and stuff like that. It's yeah, I think, I think it's they're, they're going about it really well. They're not giving us like too much of one thing. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, should we wrap this one up? Is there anything else you want to add about sort of the the show or about um anything coming up in Marvel? Or... No, I think that's everything I wanted to say. Really, out the way. It, um, we'll have an episode coming out soon on the new Hulk comic book and sort of a little talk about Hulk films. What we think makes a good Hulk film. Maybe do a ranking of the Hulk, Hulk's appearances in live action. Do a bit of that. That'll be fun. Um, yeah. That'll be coming out early next week sometime. Uh, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to get my friend Ethan on. He's uh, He reads a lot of comic books. Uh, I know he's read a bit of Immortal Hulk, so he can give us a bit of in, insight into that, which was like an incredible Hulk run. It was only 50 issues, and people have said, like, People really loved it, and people thought it was one of the best Hulk adaptations ever, and only in fifty issues as well. Um, and this new Hulk comic book that's coming out, we'll talk we'll talk more about it on on that next episode. But um, it's written by Donny Cates, who's one of my favorite comic book writers. He wrote Cosmic Ghost Rider, which is a uh, the Punisher sort of survives. I think I think he barely survives a, like an attack by Thanos, which kills literally everyone on earth um and he becomes the punisher becomes ghost rider and he has to go back in time to kill thanos as this cosmic ghost rider punisher character and then he ends up sort of raising thanos as a son because he can't kill him um so yeah donny cates wrote that and he's writing this new hulk thing he's got some mental ideas and then you know in this yeah because he couldn't come to terms with killing him (laughs) Yeah, he comes up with mad ideas like that. And then the main artist on it is Ryan Otley. He was like sort of the, one of the lead artists on Invincible. And he's known for doing like insane big action scenes. So them two together is going to be very exciting. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about that on the, on the next one. But um, thanks for everyone who's, who's been listening so far. And um, just like yeah, give it a share if you like it. Just give it a retweet or a share to an Instagram story or something. You know, get more people listening to it. You know, trying to grow it a little bit. Hopefully, you know, we can start start growing it a little bit more. Yeah, I agree with that. What you said, do all yeah. those things, please. Um. Yeah, That's I think I think. Enthusiastic, but yeah. <laughs> I think rating it on Apple Podcasts is meant to help as well. I'm not exactly sure how you do that because oh, okay. I use Spotify, but. Um, yeah, also, download download it, download the podcast as well, because that gets it. Um, if you rate it and if you download it, download it on Spotify, download it or wherever you listen to, then it will get like suggested to other people, like on the app. So, um, yeah, just do you know if you if you got you know spare thirty seconds, <laughs> press the little download button. It helps massively. It's free. Yeah. <laughs>
um yeah thanks everyone for listening we'll see you on the next episode bye enough said <laughs>